Welcome, everyone, to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider that this blue-green orb has graced us with when Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak were first sitting in their garage putting together the first MacBook, blood, sweat, and tears. They, they, they put it together, and they were like, we are going to have a platform on our devices where people can stream music and store their music and create the and turn radio shows into uh, things that can be streamed on demand, downloaded onto your device, and we will have the most popular podcast. That's when they came up with the word podcast. We're gonna have the word podcast. We're gonna have the most popular podcast in the world on the show. It will be an art showcase and comedy show where people in the Detroit area local musicians can go on the show and, 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 and promote their music and comedy can happen and there will be a, a like a chubby man who hosts the show and his name will be and that's when Steve Jobs died. Well guys, that man he died in the in when they were building and they rebuilt him out of iPods. <laughs> I am the man. I am the chubby man who hosts that art showcase and comedy show based out of Detroit, Michigan, that features local musicians, artists, poets, and beyond. It is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, the most popular podcast in all of the world. Have you ever heard of Comedy Bang Bang? You ever heard of uh, that one that Pete Holmes does? (laughs) You ever hear of This American Life, The Moth? No, you haven't because this is the only one you listen to because it's the most popular podcast of all time? Well, that's about right. It's Michael Dupree Variety Hour. I am Michael Dupree. We have a wonderful show for you. That was the <laughs> the worst intro I've ever done for this show. <laughs> this is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, and we have a great show for you today. It is going to be fun. We have two wonderful guests. Later on, we will be joined by Esther Roberts. She is a geriatric vampire, and I am very excited to have her on the show. Uh, I've been trying to get her on the show for a while, but... Mm, Vampires don't have email, so it's tough to get in contact with them. But our first guest does have email, and she she has an old email domain. Most people, you know, you email them. They have at Gmail, at Outlook, at uh, Ymail. Some people will still have Hotmail. You have twmi.cc.us, yeah. which is the old Time Warner Cable mm-hmm. email domain. You are Barbara Lynette Harrison, a retired gym teacher. That is correct. You can call me Barb. I will call you Barb because uh, I feel like in the uh, couple the, the hour that we've got to know each other, we we had some uh, we got lunch together before we came on mm-hmm. before you came on the show. I got to know you pretty well, and mm-hmm. uh, found out that you actually were a gym teacher uh, ten years at, uh, bef- at my high school. Ten yep. years before I went there. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I retired and uh, haven't looked back. And, nope. Uh, so, Crash Course High School. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I when I went there, it was it wasn't that great. You know, test scores were down. Uh, the gym program had been completely gutted. It was more or less just like three basketballs and uh, and a bucket. Yeah, we didn't even have hoops anymore. They got rid of it all. They yeah. they took off the floor. When you were still there. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They took it out my last year, and then that's when I was like, you know what, I, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And how long were you a, a high school gym teacher? Oh, goodness. Uh, 35 years, 35 I'd say. 35 yeah. years. Yeah. And when you started that crash course, uh, it was uh, the one of the highest ranked high schools sports oh, programs in the company we in the had, country we had all the bells and whistles we had hoops we had balls we had hula hoops we had hula scooters hoops. we didn't have hula hoops we had day. oh yeah we had pillow polo pillow polo yeah What's pillow polo? oh pillow polo was a game uh that you played um it was uh they looked like hockey sticks no. but uh they had these they were styrofoam on the ends mm. instead of like a hard plastic. Okay. And then you played with a giant styrofoam puck. Oh. So it's essentially hockey, but with styrofoam objects mm-hmm. so that the children didn't Why was it hurt. called pillow polo and not pillow hockey? It's a good question. I Maybe be, maybe because of the, the, it has a little bit of the polo-esque mm-hmm. type, you know, to it. I'm not real sure. It's, you know, pillow for soft, polo for hitting. So, um... When you started at Crash Course, uh, so that was 45 years ago, mm-hmm, uh, you mm-hmm, went there mm-hmm. for 35 years and that was 10, no, that would be about 50 years ago when you started because I graduated high school a little over five years ago. Yeah. Uh, like eight years ago, something like that. I don't remember it anymore. Seven years ago. So you retired 10 years before I graduated and you were a <laughs> you were a teacher for 35 years yeah so that's about right 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 so when you started that was back in the 60s or 70s yeah it was it was about the late 60s i yeah, want to say yeah. maybe that would be about right. young a young lady back then mm-hmm. my you shorts just out of college yes yes mm-hmm. I, I studied education mm-hmm. i decided that i wanted to physically educate children and put them in yes. their place you know is that did you always want to be a gym teacher or do you just knew, so knew you, you wanted to be a teacher um i wanted to be a, a gym teacher because i really like the discipline in sports mm-hmm. and you know it's funny because i'm a woman yes that's very funny but i like men and i was a gym teacher you know mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i broke that stereotype mm-hmm. a long time ago mm-hmm. yep you were the, if I remember correctly, you were the first female gym teacher in the country. You know, I think I was. I did receive a couple of wo- awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go to gym conventions mm-hmm. where the gym teachers would meet up and we would discuss different games. I came up with a couple of games. They didn't go through, but, you know, I tried. What kind of, what were the games that you came up with? Hmm. Well, there was one that was similar to Pillow Polo, but it was more of a tennis type of game. Pillow Tennis? Yes, but um, it was it was a little hard to do in a confined area, and the children just kept hitting each other with the ball. It just it didn't work didn't out. Work out. It wasn't, it wasn't. Did you ever meet good. the person that invented dodgeball? No, but I wish I would have. What a lord and savior they are. Mm, mm. You're a big fan of dodgeball. Oh, I love it. It really eliminates the weak. Oh. <laughs> You don't know, like the week. No, I don't. Not a fan of I the I don't nerds. have time for that. No, I don't have time for that. You don't know how to hold a ball. That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You don't think they're even worth uh, protecting at all? Oh, well, I, I'm going to give them a chance. I'm going to show them the way, but if yeah. they can't pick up on it, that's not really my, my fault. Not your job? No, that's not mm-hmm. my job. I can just show them as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you must have faced a lot of adversity when you first started. Mm, yes, I did. I really did. The The men were disgusting. They were rude. Mm-hmm. They they lewd. Were, they were lewd and rude, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. 
But, uh, you know, I, I showed them that I was a tough lady. Yeah. And uh, when you started, did Crash Course have a really good sports program, or did you make that happen? No, I made that happen. Oh, they didn't really? really. I mean, really, it was mainly just, you know, basketball and track and, you know, your usual sports. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really about the games. And you you uh, dug the swimming pool yourself. I did. I did. It took me all summer vacation. Wow. Um, I didn't get paid for it. Wow. But, you know... I, I, we ended up having a great swim team, and we wouldn't wow. have even known that had I not built that pool. No, Mm-mm. it wasn't in the budget. Nope, it wasn't. So it was all my blood, sweat, and tears. Wow, that's amazing. So you did a whole lot for Crash Course High School. I really did. I don't really think that I got the proper uh, departure. Mm-hmm. But you oh, know, how did that happen? Did you? Did you? Uh, you so you didn't voluntarily retire. Well, I did in just the sense that they really neglected the program there towards the end, Mm -hmm. and I just... um, Why do you think that happened? Oh, you know, the principal was terrible, the administration was terrible, Mm -hmm. they they wanted to put their money elsewhere, you know, that's their choice, but then they're going to lose me. Yep. So they're going to have a bunch of fatties running around and... Bunch of chubsters. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate fat people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't hate anyone, mm-hmm. but you know, I think people need to be active. So, uh, what are some ways that young people can get active? Well, they could get off of their stupid phones and they could move around a little bit. You know, uh, you don't like phones. It's not that I don't like phones. I think they get me around where I need to go, and that's helpful. And I can call my grandchildren whenever I want. But, you know, I just, I'm tired of looking at people looking down at their phones. Yeah. You know. It's like, look up. we got a beautiful world around right, us. Right, exactly. And it's just, it's just sad. It's disappointing, and it's sad. And I just, you know, the other day I was driving my car, and I was going down the street, and I saw two little girls. And they had their heads down. And I was like, oh, of course, they're on their phones. You know what? They were reading books together walking down the sidewalk and that made me so happy and then it made me sad that i got so happy that i saw two children reading outside walking why did that make you sad oh because it doesn't happen it doesn't happen it's so the they same were thing with they children. were reading books with riding bikes down. yeah yeah what if they were uh, so how do you know people when they're looking down at the phones are not reading ebooks oh you know i don't know but i can only imagine that they're probably on the gram then the what is that the uh the instagram mm-hmm. or the facebook so what is it about instagram and facebook and twitter and stuff that isn't as important to look at than uh uh books there's just too much of it I yeah mean, it never ends oversaturation it's oversaturation yeah mm-hmm. there's just too much of it you're never gonna you're never gonna get to the end <laughs> you're never gonna get any character development nope you get that in a book. No one dies. No. No. Mm-hmm. Well, people die, they report it on the news. Yeah, but it's not as, like, oh, it's not, like, you know, as important when someone dies in a book. Right, right, right. You don't have that. Fictional deaths are always more, oh. yeah, like, exciting. That, that is correct. That mm-hmm. is correct, yeah. So, since you retired, uh, what have you been uh, po- uh, um, occupying yourself with? Well, I love golf. Yeah? Um and i have you know i play with my grandchildren um i really enjoy um trying new restaurants Mm -hmm. uh i like to sit out and i i like to play with fire you play with fire oh i like to smoke oh i see that's an interesting way of putting that Mm -hmm. you so you were you always a smoker 
Yes, I, I have been um, probably, yeah. That's not really great for your health, though. It isn't. But you know what? Everyone's if that's the vices. worst thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty bad thing to do. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still kicking it, aren't I? You are kicking it. And you're, uh, what are you, uh, in your 80s now? Oh, no, 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 no. I am I am 72. 72? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, you were really young when you started uh, teaching gym then. Yep. You're like uh, very early 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you must have really had a lot of adversity. I really getting, did. Getting in there. Mm-hmm. Especially since the people you were teaching were really close to your age. Did they respect you, the students? Not at first, but, you know, after a couple years when I really, you could tell I was an established lady in the gym, they mm-hmm. really, they, you know, I, I had my itinerary of what we were, you know, doing for the, you know, the syllabus. And, mm-hmm. you know, they liked our games that we played and stuff, so. What were the, what, what kind of games were different back then? Um, I know now a lot of, there's a lot of kickball and, you know, stuff like that. Were yeah. there any, like, interesting games that got banned? since the early mm, days i don't know about band have you ever played dr dodge that was a favorite of mine dr dodge it was a dodgeball game yeah but instead you um when you would get hit you would have to freeze okay mm. wherever you were hit okay and then there would be a secret doctor on the team and they could come over and they could tap you but so the the idea was is you would discreetly like with a group of people go and touch the person um to get them back into the game without mm-hmm. the other team figuring out who the doctor was. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And so if you hit the doctor, so if you hit the doctor then the other team would win. Uh, that's you just win if you Yeah, hit the if doctor? you find out who the doctor is and you and you get them out. Then there's what if no you inadvertently hit the doctor without realizing you was a doctor? Then Either game way. is over. They got to be honest. How did, but you? So you knew who mm-hmm. the doctor was. Yeah, so I would pick. Saw. I would pick the doctors. Mm-hmm. So if if they tried to pull it off, I'd be you know I'd blow my whistle and be like, enough, you lied. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you discreetly tell them who the doctor is? I would just you know they'd be over on their opposite sides of the gym together in their teams, and I would go over and I would just you know tap somebody, and they would know that they were the doctor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Secrets. Yeah. Secrets don't make friends, though. Is that why it, why it got doesn't get played anymore? Yeah, maybe. Or you know, I I don't really know what they're playing anymore. If they even play anymore, who knows? They're probably yeah, it's probably just a couple basketballs in a bucket. So yeah, I don't really know what probably they're just doing. Basket bu- basket bucket, bucket, bucket bucket ball. Yeah, basket buckle. Buckle basket. Bucket ball. Yeah. Basket buckle. Basket Fuck. buckle. <sighs> sad. It is sad. I mean, if they if they're not throwing it in a basket. Then are the basketballs just called bucket balls? I mean, I would assume so. The basket isn't there, no. so it's not basketball. It's buckets. It's bucket ball. Same ball, but it's just a different different game. Different game. Yeah. That's sad. It is. It really sad. is. It really is. So, what do you think of the state of the uh, education system these days? Oh boy, I don't like to talk about politics and all that. What's it called? But uh, you know, I think people need to pay more attention to the teachers. Um, yeah. I think it's the most important job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we are molding and creating the future. And if they're not going to take it seriously, then poo-poo on them. If you could have picked any other career, where would you, what did you have, what would what would you have chosen? Hmm. Boy. Well, I have always dreamed about having my own sailboat. Mm. Maybe a sailor lady. I don't know. You could have been a good sailor. I think so. 
did you ever get a sailboat? No, I didn't. I didn't make that kind of money. Hmm. Never made good money as a teacher? Well, I had my ups and downs. Ups and downs? Once you know, some up? years were, you know, depended on, you know, what was going on. I think I did all right, though. So, yeah. I know that crash course in, in about the 90s started to get a little, like, uh, violent. People mm-hmm. started, like hurting each other a lot not just inadvertently mm-hmm. we started to have a virus go around um you know this but yeah. fans don't the virus started to go around our hometown that um people would turn in it was kind of like air rabies right right um, right so how did that how do you feel like that affected you and uh what are some what are some crazy kind of do you have any like crazy stories about what some things that might happen well you know it was always it, it never affected me you know it was just always a little concerning when you'd be you know teaching a a gym class and you know some kid would just all of a sudden you know be like kind of foaming at the mouth and like trying violent. to you know violent and trying to bite you or yeah. you know eat the ball or you know just or eat the balls you know, or just like whatever they could get their mouth on, it just seemed like they were, you know. And then once one person in in a, in a closed gym has air rabies, then everybody gets it. Right. You know, it would turn. It was like a fever almost. Yeah. Um. You know, we we nipped it in the bud, but that was scary there for a moment. You know. Yeah. That was that was when I was first born. Is when uh, air rabies was kind of going around. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a scary time. Yeah. My yep. my dad actually is uh, recovering from air rabies still. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. He uh when they when. Uh, shortly after I was conceived, um, my father contracted air rabies, huh. and um, yeah, he's he was roaming the the forests for a couple years. He he still oh. had air rabies up until a few years ago. Wow! So yeah. he went missing. Yep. Wow. He was uh he was found. Someone thought he was the missing link, but turned out he just had air rabies, and they cured him. And he came back. He came back. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, did you ever lose anyone to air rabies? <sighs> I did. Really? Yes. My sister's husband. Your yes. sister's hu- so your your husband your brother-in-law. My brother-in-law. Yes. Yes. What happened there? Oh, you know he um, he was you know just working his office job and um, someone else at the office had it and mm-hmm. was close to his cubicle and, and he contracted it and yeah like air rabies is like you if you get bit by someone with air rabies you don't get air rabies you just you die yeah like you die on, yeah like on contact yeah so. and so he he was bit and um you know he died there right in the office where he worked it's very strange because uh, nowhere else in the country that i knew of had air rabies it was no. just our little town yep I, you know, I really think it had something to do with the, um, some sort of gas or something that was seeping up from the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We were, on uh, our town, to be fair, was built on an old nuclear power plant ground. Yeah, I, I do believe that had something to do with it. Yes. Uh, we had a lot of mutations. Yeah. In our hometown. But I love, I love, uh, Crash Core City. Yeah, it is. A, it's a nice city. Um, you know, I I did buy a little vacation home outside of the the town. Really? Just to get away. You no know, no one ever leaves. Yeah, I did. Amazing. I did. I mean, I come back, mm-hmm. but you know, I've got my little uh, my little. Uh, Where'd you get your uh, vacation home in? Oh, it's just this small town. Um, it Hills Hillsdale. 
Hillsdale. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, you know, it's like an hour and a half away. They have any debilitating airborne uh, diseases there? No, they don't. They have a lovely clean lake and a n- lovely forest. Sounds and stuck up to me. It, it's not stuck up. It's beautiful. Hmm. I think you sound stuck up for thinking it's stuck up. If you don't go outside your house and fear that you will catch something in the air that'll kill you or turn you into a monster, then I feel like you are just too privileged for me to appreciate Oh, well, gee, Willigers, I still live in Crash Course, okay? It's, I just like to get a, you know, I like to get away. And I like to have a place to go where my grandkids can come and play and hang out with me. And it's... We can play outside at Crash Course. Well, we can, but it's a nice little You're the one saying that you get mad that people don't play outside. Right. Why should people at Crash Course not be able to play outside? They don't live in Crash Course, so it's a nice, it's meeting them halfway. So Mm -hmm. then I get to see them more, you know? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I just it's a simple little RV that I have on my property. Hmm. Couple of camp little uh, tents set up for them to to sleep in at night. They have to sleep out in the outside. Well, yeah. The RV the the RV only has one bedroom hmm. for for me and and my husband. And you're, you're, you're married. Yes. How long have you been married for? Um, we have been married for 40 years. 40 years. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? We met at a basketball game. At uh, Crash Course High School basketball game? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Where, where, what's his deal? Uh, he was a coach. He was, oh, so you only met 10 years after you started? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But he was working at the same school. Yeah, he came in about, uh, mm, Five or six years after I'd been there, uh-huh. and uh, I thought he was a real looker. Uh-huh. Um, but we never really formally, you know, met. And then I went to one of the basketball games, and he was there. And I was like, who is that handsome fella? Mm-hmm. And I need to talk to him. What's his name? His name is Doug. Doug. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doug Harrison. Yes. yes. Is your maiden name Lynette? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I liked I wanted to keep it, you know. Mm-hmm. Barbara Lynette Harrison. Yeah. It's very, uh, st- it's very stoic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So what is, uh, if you had to come up with a, a, a game for uh, high schoolers to play that is, like, maybe a little too edgy, like, it wouldn't happen, but your ideal gym game. You know, I would really love to see some sort of um, laser tag. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was more throughout the whole school, turning the whole school into, so like when it was gym time, everyone had to contribute and play Mm. and it was, you know, like a laser tag. Like a Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, yeah, that's what I would like to see. That would be fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so. There could be some, you know, some different classrooms that have different obstacles. Like you go into a classroom and a bunch of balls get thrown Mm -hmm. at you and you have to. Squads. Yeah. Mm, very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will be taking a quick break. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to add before we take a break, Barb? I would just say get your head off of, out of those phones and get your face in a book or go outside and ride a bike. Or ride a bike outside while reading a book. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We will be back. Are you going to stick around, Barb? Yeah. Yeah, All sure. All right. Yeah, great. Okay. We will be back with... Essa Roberts, a geriatric vampire, after this.
Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider that you've ever heard of. Oh boy. You know what? During the break, I decided to step outside and and just kind of, you know, get a feel for the world. You know, Barb kind of inspired me to, to step outside and get a look at the world and feel the hot, fresh summer air. And I, I saw a little little squirrel run across, run across the pavement. I was like, "Hello, little squirrel. How you doing?" And then a man came up and stepped on the squirrel's head and killed it. Oh my God, that's terrible! Stepped on it and killed. No, it was beautiful, because I was watching nature happen. Well, that's live not, in that's front not of nature, me. nature, honey. It was that is nature. It would be nature if it was another animal doing it. Not human beings are animals. <sighs> Tell me human beings aren't animals. I mean, we are in a sense, but that's that's just sad. It that was, man should not have done that. He didn't mean to. He was just walking and the squirrel was in his way. And he stepped on it and, and crushed its skull. Did he have his head in his phone? He was looking up, actually, at the beautiful day. Mm. So if he was looking down at this phone, maybe he would have seen in his peripheral vision the squirrel mm-hmm. and wouldn't have stepped on its head. That's true. You know what? Nothing could have been prevented, but I, I wept when I saw it happen, not for the squirrel's life, but at the beauty of the world, because, you know, life is here, it is in our hands, it is all around us, and it can be taken from us. You know, you you're, you think you're a squirrel looking around for scraps and peanuts and, and acorns, the squirrels eat acorns, mm-hmm. you know, and then the next minute, a heavy set man uh, steps on your head and kills you, just like that. And how would it know any different? You know, it just becomes one with the universe again. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Poetic. Thank you, Barb. You're welcome. For allowing me to see the beauty in death. You're welcome. Speaking of seeing the beauty in death, we have a n- next guest on the show. Her name is Esther Roberts. She is a geriatric vampire. Hi. Um, I, I'm not sure if I agree with everything you said. Uh, really? Oh. But you're undead. Being a vampire is not all it's cracked up to be. Well, I mean, I gotta imagine, but you at least gotta appreciate the beauty of your own situation. Oh, I appreciate that I'm alive. Well. That I'm not in pain anymore. You're not alive. You're undead. I'm a little... But what is living, you know? I'm a little offended. I'm sorry. fine. Well, Well, your heart's not beating. This is true. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm conscious. Yes. I'm aware. Yes. Um... But you're not alive. Not technically. I haven't been technically alive in six years. Six years. Six years. And so, uh, and you're you're an uh, older woman. Yes. Uh, you were an older woman. Now you're immortal. So. Yes. And that's all kind of relative now. Yes. Um, so how how did you die? Well, well I mean, I guess I can guess how you died. <laughs> I was, I was in a nursing home. Uh huh. Um. And uh, one of the nurses there, uh, his name's Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, I had noticed some strange things about him. You see, I'd been watching the Twilights. The Twilight series, yes. Yes, the Twilights. Twilight, New Moon, Breaking uh, Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, and Breaking Dawn. Yes. And Breaking Dawn Part Two. And um, some things just sort of clicked into place for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got to feel his hand, so. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see if, you know, he was warm or cold. Or stone. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Um, he didn't seem to ever sleep. He was there all the time. I'd never seen him eat. I'd seen other people eat all the time. You know, it was it wasn't a very good place. I was, and I didn't have much money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him one night. I said, "Gordy, you got to level with me. Are you a vampire?" Mm-hmm. And he was he was a little shocked. You know, he didn't think. You don't get that question every day. No, no, you don't. No. You don't. But he was a vampire. <laughs> oh, boy. Still is one. Good guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when, when other people were asleep, I would talk to him about it. Yeah. And. Uh, Came your own kind of twilight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but the here's the thing. I was this old woman, this broken body, and then I, I saw the twilights, and I saw these these creatures who could jump into trees and all their sicknesses were cured you know mm-hmm. edward he had the flu he had spanish flu mm-hmm. and he was bedridden and i was bedridden yeah um you know and i thought you know i would i want my life back i didn't do much with my first life i was uh i moved i, w- I lived up north northern michigan mm-hmm. uh ross common area for uh you know, my teenage years, I graduated high school, I, I moved down to Detroit, and um, I was a bartender all my life, until oh. I couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, you know, the hips went. That's, that's the first thing to go? Mm-hmm. Once the hips are gone. Hips are gone, you can't move anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't really do much. No. And, uh, you know, my health deteriorated. I lost my teeth. Oh, mm-hmm. God. It's terrible. What are you going to eat? Yeah, just sauce. Soup, ice cream. Mm-hmm. Well, ice cream's a plus. Do you know what it's like now? Do you see my mouth? Oh, wow. Oh. Those are all fangs. Jesus. You have 32 fangs. Looks like a shark. Oh, dentures. You have vampire dentures. Wow. You didn't even grow regular vampire fangs. That's... That's... The secret. I... I had Gordon change me. Yes. I had what you called it, my my being my personal twilight. Yes, you, you he killed you and then brought you back to life as a vampire. Mm-hmm. My body didn't fully change, though. Oh. Apparently, you don't get everything. What do you mean? You don't, like, your canine teeth turn into fangs. Yes. If you don't have them. Oh, they don't grow out. They don't grow out. You don't get new teeth. You just transform what you already have. Oh. My bag is curved. That didn't straighten because I'm a vampire now. It's just the way your back is. It's just the way your my back is. Your hips are still messed up, too, yeah? The joints, I don't want to feel the pain, but yes, I don't. I still don't have the movement in oh, my okay. hips. Wow, that's really But you're not bedridden anymore because you don't feel the pain. Exactly. But you're still not... You're still not... Uh, so you're not quick shape. anymore? Even though you can't feel your hips, are you still slow? Oh my gosh. I I waddle like a penguin. Mm. <laughs> wow. That sounds like you really uh, really shouldn't have even done it. That just sounds <laughs> like a... Yeah, because now you're immortal. <laughs> you're immortal. You're going to live forever, Aaron. You're going to be... You're in this hell of a body. Yeah. Oh, God. Gordon tried to warn me, but I, I'd seen the Twilights and I was convinced yeah. that there was something he was missing. Because Gordon, he looked like relatively healthy, yeah? 
Yes, for yes. Like he was pale. Yeah, yeah. He was pale. Good looking, good looking guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's uh, he's um, he tried to warn me, and I didn't listen to him. Just like Edward did, and you know what? When Edward turned uh, Kristen Stewart, Bella, into a vampire, she seemed happy. So it's like, you know, those movies are dangerous because they you come across a vampire and they say, you know, you don't want to be a vampire, and then. You know, they make it seem like when you become a vampire, all your problems get fixed. Exactly. They make it seem like it's this great thing, even though Edward's like, oh, I'm a monster. It's like you're a sexy monster. He is. He's a glittery, sexy monster. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you want to be stone hard like him? Exactly. Hmm. So that's, that's my, that's my burden to bear. My, the secret when I go around to these other vampires in the area is that I, I don't have the teeth. If I want to feed, I have to carry a knife with me. Mm-hmm. And a spoon? No, I've got a foldable cup. Wow. And so I telescopes out. Mm. Wow. And I so I dribble some blood in there and then I can... You just sip on it all day. Yes. It's kind of nice. Mm. You don't have to yes. sit there and just get it out of the person like that. Yes. How big of a cut do you put on the person? Do you uh, kill them? I I try not to, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know, if the blood dribbles out too much. You can't help it. I can't You're help it. You're not a it. medic. Exactly. You're a bartender. If, if Gordon's with me, you know, he can help me, but. But Gordon doesn't seem concerned with keeping people alive. He kept her alive. He kept me no, alive. No, you're not alive. You're dead. You're undead. Well. Yeah, but there's the process. They either die completely or they become an actual vampire. Is that a thing? You can make the distinction when you kill someone as a vampire? Yeah. Mm. Bar- Barb, so like vampire Barb really vamp- knows your stuff. Yeah, how do you know so much about vampires, Barbara? Uh, I read a lot of, I read a lot of, you know, books. Okay. And, you know, I'm wondering if this whole, I mean, vampires exist. We see that now. We're here with you. Don't bite me. Um, yeah, that's a, well, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Don't stab me. Um, I wonder if this has any relation to our radiation problem. Oh yeah, where are you from? Uh, oh yeah, she's but she's from. Up, you're from up north. You're from you oh, know oh, from originally from Ross Common. Yeah. Where's uh Where's Gordon from? Or Gordy? Gordon? He's not from Crash Course, Michigan, is he? That sounds familiar. Mm. It's a real small town, right in the middle of the mitten. Yeah. Right below Lansing, it's a, it's it's the toilet of Lansing. Okay. I think Gordy's from the Lansing area. I know that. I just can't remember this. Gordy city. might be from Crash Course. I think we may have just solved uh, the mystery of where vampires may be coming from. Hmm. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it is. I don't think we need any more vampires in the world. No. So you can't turn anyone into a vampire. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, there's venom in like. I guess it's part of the curse of being a vampire, but there's this venom, and mm-hmm. if you don't, if you don't have the teeth, you can't really do it. Yeah, you have the venom in your, in you have the, you probably have the venom sack in your mouth. Yes, but you can't you can't put it, do anything with it. Yes, unfortunate. Yeah, so I've got these dentures. Mm-hmm. Um, I look very intimidating, you know, like no vampires. Too many things. You think? The yeah, dentures? you really look like a shark, honey. I yeah. think you really should go and see a dentist oh. about that. Or just, yeah, get new dentures. Yeah. I mean, you I mean if you can't even really bite, like, yeah. if you're not biting with those things, 
you know, what's the point? Yeah. If you're stabbing people and you're drinking out of a cup, get yourself some nice regular teeth. Regular teeth. Yeah, because yeah, if you're not actually biting, you why do why do you have the 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 fangs if you're not biting? You're just stabbing people. Because I earned these by becoming a vampire. Well, why didn't you just get like a regular vampire teeth then, rather than like a full on like demon shark mouth yeah it's really scary i guess i was just overcompensating you know yeah i feel you on that i really do i know i know more than one or two things about overcompensating yeah you you know what they say about men who drive fancy cars Mm -hmm. and i have two bugattis wow wow Mm-hmm. That's saying something right there. I don't there. even know what a Bugatti is, and I have two of them. I don't know what they are either. Mm-hmm. I hear them in the songs on the radio. But yeah. And I have a Ferrari. Oh. And I got a Glock in my Rari, too. I drive a Ford Bronco. Yeah. See, you're not overcompensating for anything. If anything, you're undercompensating. Thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, is Gordy still, like, once, you know, uh, Kristen Stewart and, and Robert Pattinson in those movies, like, did their deeds together you know she became a vampire they fell in love and they lived happily ever after or is gordy your edward or is he is he still around oh that's really sweet but no it's it's more of a i guess i'm more of his burden to bear at this point because i mean i convinced him to do it but ultimately you know he did it he made me a vampire and um kind of on him it, it is so that's the thing he's he helps me with everything i need he you know he he's the one that you know got your email finally about this he's the one that um will he's the one that gets me out of the house with the other vampires and he's the one that got me these dentures he didn't want to get me these ones you were you guys were exactly what gordon's saying that's over the top oh, both of you mm-hmm. but um yeah he's it I don't want I don't want to be a burden on anyone I how, never wanted to be how often do you need to feed I feed well I eat so little at a time that I have to feed twice a day oh have you already eaten today yes oh, did Just you do one. that before you came here yes okay good so are you gonna need to f- feed on one of us do you plan on killing one of us I wasn't planning on it, but if you're offering, I no. mean, I would no, mind no, 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 no. I mean, if you want, I could maybe give you some hand blood. Well, that's, I like I said, that's what I normally do is, you know, I, I look for opportunities to put blood in my, drizzle some blood in my cup. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've always, I'm, I'm a snacker. You're like a cat, you know, you, you would leave some food out for them and they just go back and eat throughout the day. Exactly. You're not supposed to do that. But right, right. But I'm, yes, I would be, like, the cat of vampires. You're just a, you right. just snack on You don't eat meals. You just Meow. Yes. snack on your blood all day. It's more practical it a for chilled, me. It's not a chilled cup. It's telescopic. It's telescopic. Yeah, so you don't got any ice in there or anything. No. Or Why would I want chilled blood? That's disgusting. Is it? I think, well, I mean, I think fresh blood is disgusting, too, so. Well, you're not a vampire. That's true. Very I guess, true. I guess it's like putting ice in red wine. Can't do it. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. You know what I like ice in? My whiskey. Oh, that's my good. God, I miss, I miss drinking whiskey. You don't drink whiskey anymore. You don't. Your palate changes. Really? Yeah. You you crave that iron. Mm-hmm. It's in blood, and um, yeah. I used I used to be a rye drinker. I don't know about you, Barb. Mm, I'll take anything you got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woman after my own heart. So. uh do you not drink? Do you not eat or drink anything other than blood anymore? 
That's correct. Wow. That's, you don't even eat, like... Good for you. Good. You, do you even need, like, a, like a nice raw or, like, rare steak or anything? Yeah, what about that? Does that quench your thirst? It doesn't... It, it doesn't do anything for me, you know? It's not it's, human blood. It's... Well, I, no, animal blood's fine, you know? Really? Can yeah. You, can you taste food, like regular human food? Can you taste it still or no? Well, so I don't... Like, if you gave me a cookie right now, right? Right. I, I don't taste sweet or sugar. Wow. That is the saddest life. So you're you're stuck in an old body. You don't have teeth and you can't taste sugar. I mean, I don't really see the point in... Yeah. What's the point of living? Right. Well, I understand that now. <laughs> That's the thing. If you're going to become a vampire, you need to do it while you're young. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, while you're, you, so you can keep that kind of form. Yeah, exactly. You're Then you're in your permanent best body. You ever think about getting, like, maybe surgery to kind of fix those issues? And I got to be honest, I haven't because I guess I... Well, then you'd have to reveal that you're a vampire to the yeah, doctor. Yeah, right, right. I don't know if there's any your vampire surgeons. Out. You know, but your secret's out now anyway, so you might as well go and maybe, you know, see well, what you can do. Essa Roberts isn't her real name. So. Oh, there's the twist. Yeah, so that is how you protect your guests. Yeah. So, um, I appreciate that, by the way. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome, Brandy. Oh. Well, there's the cat's out of the bag. The vampire's out of the bag now. Uh, so, uh, damn it. I knew I shouldn't have done this. (laughs) I apologize. Your secret is out. So I, I, in the, in the twilight films, uh, or classically to kill a vampire, I'm not saying I want to kill you, so don't get scared. I'm just kind of curious as, as to how one, you know, if you, if you needed to kill a vampire, if that were to have to come to the conclusion, uh, classically, you kill a vampire by driving a wooden stake through their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of more recently in Twilight, you'd have to like rip off their head and burn them yeah, alive. It's a violent one. Um, the last, the last couple of like twenty-five minutes of Twilight, uh, Breaking Down Part Two are like legitimately fun to watch because it's just a bunch of people ripping each other's heads off and setting them on fire. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little that's that was a little gratuitous. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, I I gotta correct the record of I'm not worried about either of you killing me because I mean I'm not fast but I'm still quite strong. Mm-hmm. Gives a, you a lot of strength. Yes, I I'm a spry young woman from the the blood. So we could get. We could not kill you if we wanted to. I think you'd find it very difficult, Sunny Jim. Mm-hmm. But. Um, in theory, it's the same thing. It's the classic ways of killing vampires, from what I understand. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, when I was faced with this reality initially, I thought that maybe suicide would just be an option. Because mm-hmm. I'm undead now. I've expired my natural life mm-hmm. early. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, that's the only way that you can. Mm-hmm. Right. Really. Unless Gordy did it for me, which he won't, because I had already convinced him to do this. Mm-hmm. You can't like put that burden on him, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about like doing like a dang- most dangerous game kind of thing, where you just have like people hunt you? Wow, I'd never considered that. That sounds kind of exciting, though. But that still doesn't answer my question of like how is it wooden stake or is it like silver bullets or? 
wooden stake would do it. Yeah. To the heart? Yes. So your heart is functioning in a way. Yes, just not. It's not warm anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not beating. Correct. Correct. But it basically, if you... The, the soft tissue, from what I understand, and I, it, Gordy explained this to me, but, like, certain things rewire soft tissue-wise. Your bones, your teeth, that stuff is... You have that no matter what once you die. Mm-hmm. But everything rewires centrally in terms of, like, your nerves and your, like, veins. And then... So, yeah, if that this chest area... That that will that will do it. Okay. Dam like permanent damage to that. So it doesn't have to be a wooden stake, but yeah. It's like a, sh- like a like a pencil. Could do it probably. Or a pen. Or, you're brandishing a pen at me. Oh, I didn't mean to brandish it at you. I was just holding it and holding it up as an example. Potentially. Okay. <laughs> I st- like you said. I I don't think I would be able to. Uh, Morally or physically, but just a thought. Just That's a, just a question. If a vampire came out of nowhere and was like, I'm going to get you, I right. need to know how to protect myself. Because now def- that I know that vampires exist. Right. There's more than just you and Gordy. There like, are. Assumedly. There are. Yeah. So I've met them. Watch out, everybody. I'm sure you've met some that are kind of assholes. Right. You, you get all kinds that mm. of undead. Murderous ones. Indeed. Have you, ever, have you had to stop any murderous vampires from revealing your secret no or uh you know just you have any vampire police like you have a vampires going crazy and people are like hey like we need to stop these other vampires from going too wild we have vampire lawyers (laughs) really yeah they're more like it's more like an attorney where there's all this negotiation mm-hmm. about what can and can't be done but then the whole group agrees it's like you think like the greek philosophers or like how the senate worked and stuff like that that's there's so few of us that's more what it's like i would yeah. say it's Aww. like method lawyers mm-hmm. very interesting very interesting so what's your uh, you, you've been talking a lot about how, like the kind of negatives of being a vampire like how it's like kind of a curse and all that what are some good things about being a vampire well, like I said, the the no pain is pretty nice. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know. I, Gordy gave me a life without the pain anymore, and that's something I really appreciate. Um, I also like the fact that I can, when I'm in my kitchen, I used to have to get a stool mm-hmm. to get up to, you know, the higher cabinets. I'm a shorter woman. Right. I can just climb that now. Yeah. Wow, like a little monkey. Well, I mean, not quite. Again, the hips are kind of bad, but I have the strength to get myself up there. I could hold on to wherever I need to. Um, it's great. I've tried taking a few falls in my kitchen, actually, just to see what just would what happen. Happens and what happened? What's happened? Nothing. Never broke anything. Nope. Well, if you did, it probably wouldn't matter that much anyway. Right. You I started jumping it. off my house. Yeah. <laughs> People. Mm. Anyone notice that? I, I don't do it during the daytime when people are going to see me. Can you go out during the daytime? Yes. Oh. Yes. So that's 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 a foregone myth. Well, you just have to wear sunscreen. Modern oh. technology really, you know, helped us vampires oh. a lot. 
So you guys do, don't do great in the sun, but with sunscreen and stuff, you're fine. Yes. Any, what are some other... Uh, do you sleep in a coffin? No, I do not. Those are expensive. Yeah. What about garlic? Yeah, how do you do with garlic? I mean, it's just another food, so I don't taste it, doesn't and it bother doesn't you? bother me. Oh, so that's another way you're supposed so to ward off lie. vampires. That's a lie. That's definitely, definitely not true. You should write that down. It will not. If you think a vampire is stalking you, do not use garlic it's not gonna do it. you can get garlic but it's not gonna do anything for you yeah if you're a human it might be very tasty yeah i love the garlic paste yes oh, i love uh, garlic sauce like on my uh, shawarma sandwiches yes, oh you two are delicious. just i was gonna say you're killing me but you might say something <laughs> snappy yeah, you can die you can die again oh i miss i miss italian food mm-hmm well Italian food, yeah. That's, there's not a lot of garlic in Italian food, though. Well, garlic bread. Mm. Mm. Garlic <laughs> bread's pretty delicious, sir. Yeah, or was for you. It is for me. It's still delicious to some people. I can acknowledge other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Are there werewolves? Do werewolves exist? I've never met a werewolf. But do they exist? Um, Not to my knowledge. Okay, cool. What about Swamp Things? Do you think I'm just an expert on monsters because well, yeah. I'm a vampire? Yes. That's an honest question. That's I would a, ask any vampire that I meant that question. That's a reasonable thing to infer, that you would know more about monsters than I would being a vampire. No offense. I've not met any swamp monsters. I've not Frankenstein monsters? Oh, now there's a fellow. <laughs> Any Frankenstein monsters in your experience? I've not met a reanimated corpse. Like what? Mummies. Zombies. You are a reanimated corpse. Yeah, but it's different. You know, again, like you're not. What's the difference between a vampire and a zombie? Was that that offensive? You got really. Your eyes are like full of rage right now. I mean, zombies, like. They're out there eating brains. Like, you could never survive that. Like, they truly are undead monsters. Vampires so they are just real. need little blood. Zombies are real, then. Yes. Zombies are real. Oh, boy. How many zombies are there in the world? Well, we try to take care of them, the vampires do. Uh, like, take care of them like pets or get rid of them? Like kill Get them. rid of them. Kill them. Because they expose us. Yeah. You know, we can't just walk around doing whatever we want if there's these thoughtless, ignorant creatures running around eating brains. Yeah, because then everyone's going to think you're a, vamp- you're a zombie, and you're not. You're dignified. You're a vampire. I just take a little snack here and there. I just take what I need, like a mosquito. Yeah, like a big, scary mosquito with a huge amount of fangs and <laughs> a knife. I look... Okay, yes, I do look rather intimidating with my knife. I'm c- continuing to hold it throughout the entire interview. Yes, Sorry about you're pointing, that. You've been pointing it at me Sorry this about whole that. time. I'll Not pointing it at Barb at all, I noticed. I get Barb. I get Barb. Well, thank you. But I don't think you have anything to worry about with him. He's a nice boy. Well, thank you. We're both, we're both from the same same area. You know, we know each other. Well, so it's very nice. Uh, so zombies are in. Werewolves swamp things uh mummies as far as you know are out wait you didn't answer my question about mummies 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 real 
Well, mummies are just mummified corpses. I mean, are you talking about like a mummy walking around or like just what Egypt used to do? Like a mummy. Like a mummy. <laughs> a mummy that walks the earth and it's a mummy. That's just a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I guess bandages. it is. I guess it is. You know what? I think you're, I guess you're right. What about ghosts? Ghosts are real? I believe those are real. I, I've i never met a ghost, but I mean, I would believe that they're real. Like vengeful ghosts. Like evil, Ooh. like paranormal activity ghosts. Yes. You know, I've never been to a haunted house. Where uh, you're, the house you live in is a haunted house because you're a vampire. <laughs> you know, you keep making really rude <laughs> remarks to me. <laughs> is it, I don't know. It's rude. You're an abomination. In the nicest sense of the word. In the nicest sense of the word. I can you even deny that you're an abomination? I, I was an old woman. My dad's an abomination. He's an air rabies survivor. Maybe you're just kind of judgy, young man. <laughs> Not judgy. It's you're you're the definition of an abomination. What uh, about abominable snowmans? I don't oh believe my. so. No, they're not real. Okay. No. They're the scariest ones. Oh, Sasquatch. I've never seen a Sasquatch. I don't know anything about those. My husband, Doug, is probably the closest thing to a Sasquatch with he'll see. <laughs> Big hairy guy. <laughs> he is a hairy fella. You have you have a very uh, count uh, from the Sesame Street laugh. Is it because he's a vampire as well? Uh, maybe, maybe that, maybe he was based on a real vampire. Esther, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to push your buttons to see how far I can push you before you start to get angry doesn't seem like a wise thing to do sir <laughs> well you know i've always kind of wanted to con- con- have conflict with a vampire before it's always been a dream of mine and is that because you want to become a vampire <sighs> that's true i've always wanted to be a vampire ever since i've watched the twilight films i thought it was so romantic you see? and now it's, it's really been disappointing me that you've been saying it hasn't worked out for you but you just said that it's better to be a vamp, become a vampire when you are young. Yes, exactly. That, uh, yes, I. am 25 years old. Do it now. Do it now. If you really mean that. Well, you, we need to get a hold of Gordy then because she can't do it too. Well, you. I mean, you have the venom sac in your mouth. All we have to do is puncture where your canine should be, and it'll bleed out. And I can swallow it, put it in your cup. I can drink it. Or do you have to actually like kill me first, or does that, how does that work? What happens? You're not. You're basically dead, um, but you still like your body's intact. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the venom in- infects you, but it's it's while you're still alive, and then the venom kills you and transforms you. So could you maybe? puncture your venom sac, stab me in the neck, and put the venom in me as you're doing it. I've never attempted this operation, young man, and I would not be responsible if anything were to go wrong. Mm, So is that a yes? I think I could do it. Yeah! All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being no, on the thank show. Thank you. I really appreciate thank it. You, I get to man. be a vampire. Guys, Next, hopefully I'll be back next week. I will be a vampire then. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to fall in love. I'm going to have a beautiful honey who I want to eat, but I can't because she's a human and I love her. And we're going to have a demon baby and I'll be an abomination. And ah, it's going to be awesome. 
Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you. Did you have Thank any you. other questions for vampire guests or uh, vampire guests? Did you have any questions for our gym teacher guests? Uh, I think all of my questions have been answered and more. Great. Esther, any questions for Barb before we, before I, before we paint the midnight hour with my blood? I have no questions, but I just think, you know, you're living a great life. Thank Keep you. doing what you're doing. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank well, you. Well, you can't be a vampire because you're pretty old too, Barb. I am, but I am, uh, I'm still, uh, I move pretty well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed in it now. I think if I waited any longer, I would be. But maybe, yeah, maybe I can turn you, uh, maybe you can be my first person that I turn maybe, to a vampire. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Let's start a vampire club. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with even more fun. This has been a great July. See you in August.
Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.